0: This is the Dear You Project, a safe space where people of color can share their stories through a Dear You letter, written so that you, the listener, knows that you are not alone. I am your host, P.J. Ryan, and once again, welcome to the Dear You Project. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys! Welcome back to another episode of the Dear You Project. I am your host PJ Ryan and welcome to day 11 of the so here's what I've learned series before we get into it I just want to point out how this is the 11th episode in the 11th month on the 11th day and this right here is something that speaks to my soul this letter this conversation This speaks to everything that I stand for and also to what others have said as far as positive traits when it comes to me. And I couldn't do this without learning. I couldn't accept that without really learning and understanding its meaning and how it's actually helped me be a better me. So, all right, you know, enough of me talking. We're just going to go right on into it and... Here's the letter. Dear you, you know, you are and have been one of the most important life lessons I had to learn in order to be a better me. You have single handedly shown me what it truly means to step outside myself and see others for who they are and where they are without judgment or pretenses. I find it so unbalanced when so many people claim to be an empath, but truly have no idea or understanding what it really means to be empathetic to one another. It's actually ironic that a Libra would sit here and talk about anything being unbalanced. Yeah, I know. But since we are always called unbalanced creatures, Embracing you for your true meaning and power has truly kept my scales from tipping over. Before that, I was an absolute mess. I can remember when I was younger, one of my main issues when it came to dealing with communication was talking to your older sister. You know her, tact. It was so difficult to walk any path with her. It would seem that I would always go left when all she wanted to do was go right. I would say whatever I wanted to say and however I wanted to say it with little to no care on how it may affect other people causing an effect that could be and usually was very damaging to their mental spirit. I've said so many times that I used to be the type of person that would hide behind blunt honesty with an overwhelming amount of sarcasm. That was me living in my toxicity. Because in fact, I was emotionally unavailable to conceive the idea of the other person's feelings. It wasn't until I really had to sit with myself and began to retrain my brain to your good graces. You have become such a major foundational element in my everyday existence and without you, I wouldn't be where I am today. Heck, without you, I wouldn't even be writing this letter because without you, I could never truly understand anyone and their feelings. Ultimately that means I can never actually really forgive anyone. So for that very reason, you made all the layers of forgiveness that much more digestible without pushback. You made it possible for me really to see my errors in my past situations and help lay the groundwork for all of the much needed introspection. You have taught me how to be warm to others when they need shelter, a true safe space to let go and release whatever burdens are weighing others down, which in turn made it easier for me to be better to myself. It really astonishes me how closer you have brought me to the creator, to the universe, and to myself. You have taught me how to listen and not unwarrantly insert myself in occurrences that I had no business being in. Oftentimes people don't want you to solve their problems. They just want you to listen. And when you listen, you see them. And when you see them, you understand them. And when you understand them, you feel them. And that is a healthy space for healing to begin. So I thank you for your services, fighting the war within my own head, because I've had to learn that it isn't all about me, nor was it ever. So thank you for being the beacon of light, shining bright for a lighthouse for others who seek refuge from their troubles, if not just for a moment. I am glad to know that through you, permanently coming into my life, leaving no stone unturned through compassion, and understanding. I have healthy relationships because of you. I forgive easy because of you. And most of all, I'm at peace because of you. So thank you. So here's what I've learned. In order to really understand forgiveness, you have to be empathetic. Being a person that says you're an empath because you feel other people's feelings, but in the same breath, you do something to hurt theirs is not only hypocritical, but a walking, talking oxymoron. You can't be one without the other. See, because being an empath. And being empathetic are one in the same if you happen to meet an empath who is mean they are not who they say they are so beware they really still have a lot of property and a lot of real estate in the land of ego but what is empathy it's the ability to put yourself in another person's shoes aiming to understand their feelings and perspectives and use that understanding to guide our actions that makes it different from kindness or pity. And don't confuse it with the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Because it really should be. Do not do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Because they may have different tastes. Empathy is about discovering the differences. Healthy relationships require care, nurture, and understanding a friendship or romantic relationship that lacks empathy is slowly to dissipate when people only think of their own interests the other people in the relationships will suffer no matter what relationship it is everyone you meet at any given time is dealing with something that you know nothing about A lot of people don't walk around with a bullhorn announcing their issues or a graphic tee that says, hi, my name is, and I'm struggling with blank. That's just not how the world works. I mean, it would be nice because it would be a lot easier to deal with people if you knew up front what they were dealing with behind closed doors. But it doesn't have to be that way. If people actually just reinstate in their minds that the fact that this other person is a human with human emotions dealing with human circumstances. So here's an example. Just recently, I was a judge on a competition and after deliberating with the other judges, it was time to give the contestant their feedback. And it was actually good feedback, except for one thing, one small detail. And in order for me to deliver this detail, I did it the way I would, which is a little bit of charm and just a little bit of humor. Well, that wasn't good enough because all that person heard was an attack. Instead of me going back and forth with them as they began to get disrespectful, I began to pay attention to what exactly they were responding to their body language, and most importantly, what they heard was never anything I said. So I could have given it back to them exactly the way they gave it to me, but instead, Because I knew of a previous conversation that I already knew that they were having a bad day based on something that they were going through. That I knew that they were taking this out on me. So I kept it cool. I kept it calm. Growth, (laughs) y'all. So later, they eventually apologized because their delivery was out of control. They said they stood 10 toes deep in what they thought, but they could have handled it better. Now, had I not handled this in an empathetic way, it could have gone 10 totally different ways. And usually when things get that way for me, my temper shows, and that's not a good look for anybody. Here's a tip for y'all. Instead of actually getting mad at someone who is getting mad at you, just sit back and listen to them. And I'll also add this, as many of you know, I am an alumni of the black arts theater movement for Stella Adler, which was created by Felicia Rashad, Michelle Shea, Ruben Santiago Hudson, and Steven McKinley Henderson. And the legendary Felicia Rashad has said this one thing. When people are angry and they're screaming at you, it's not, believ- it's not believable. You have to be able to put yourself in their shoes and understand what that underlining issue is that's what a true actor that delivers an angry line it's not because they're screaming but it's because they're hurt. So what are you hurt about and In order to know what you're hurt about, you have to think about it for a second. put yourself in in their shoes if you were them, and this was you going through this experience, seeing things from their eye, feeling the way they felt because of whatever happened prior to, how would you react? Now, yes, you may have some class, more class than that person did, but still, how would you react? That's just a small example, but there are so many others, but I'm gonna leave you with this. Here are six habits of highly empathetic people habit number one cultivate a curiosity about strangers habit number two challenge prejudices and discover commonalities habit number three try try another person's life habit number four listen hard and open up habit number five Inspire mass action and social change. Habit number six, develop an ambitious imagination. That's literally how you can put yourself in someone else's shoes. That's literally how you can answer the what if question. But we can go deeper into a lot of that conversation later. So the more you actually understand how to be empathetic with another, the more your the the higher your emotional intelligence becomes. And that right there is actually a subject that we're going to go into a little bit later as well. So, just make sure that you're doing the best way. And don't beat yourself up if you make a mistake, if you fumble. But just try at all times to put yourself in another person's shoes. I don't care how big the shoes are to fill. Just try them on walk a mile and then just maybe just maybe you'll see it differently.